This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. AMI has a really cool opportunity for you to be part of a live studio audience. Kelly and Ramya are taping a special episode on Monday, November the 27th. They're looking for 50 people to be part of the audience. If you live in the Toronto area, or plan to be in the Toronto area on November the 27th, you should email info at ami.ca, info at ami.ca. Space is limited, so you want to get that email in nice and quick. I know what you're asking me, Dave, but what do I get for showing up? Well, you get to spend time with Kelly and Rumia. That should be reason enough to show up for the special taping. But you're also going to receive a Kelly and Rumia gift bag. Boom. Are you sold yet? You need a little more? Okay, okay, okay. Your name is also going to be entered into a draw to win one of two Apple gift cards valued at $500 each. Well, Dave, there's 50 people. That's only two. You know, I'm not all the way sold. Okay, okay. You're being a little greedy. That's all right. There's also going to be five $50 Tim Hortons gift cards. For your chance to win those great prizes, you have to be a part of the live studio audience on November the 27th. To confirm your participation, again, email info at ami.ca, info at ami.ca. So, you might still have a couple of questions here about this event. AMI communication specialist Greg David has one more piece of valuable insight. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Dave. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, too. As you can tell, I'm full of beans, both coffee and otherwise. So, Greg, what's the big reveal that you want to share this morning about this taping on the 27th? So we have a location, which is always good when you're announcing some uh, live taping that you want people to show up at. So on, uh, like you said, on Monday, November the 27th, we're going to be at the Great Hall in Toronto, which is the actual address is 1087 Queen Street West in Toronto. It's uh, the Queen and Ossington area. So, um, Oh, what uh, a wicked paid- part of town. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, there are parking lots there. There's a TTC access as well. And uh, I, you know, you've been talking about the 50 seats that we're looking to fill. We have over a dozen uh, people that have already emailed us at info at ami.ca and have locked in their seats. So if you're interested in being part of it, uh, get that email to us right away because those seats are filling fast. Tickets are going fast. Info at ami.ca, info at ami.ca. And maybe you just want to clear your schedule on November the 27th and get your butt into downtown Toronto, the beautiful West End. What a great part of town. You know, I'm someone who likes to uh, rage against the notion that Toronto is an amazing place. The West End and the West part of downtown, pretty cool. Greg, speaking of things that are pretty cool, uh, it's officially Halloween season. I, I can't get away from it. I've been trying to stem the tide for a few weeks here, but now I can't fight it anymore. So you wanted to spotlight some spooky content coming up. CB Gem, CBC Gem has debuted a new web series called The Banneking. It's about yeah. a young woman who returns to an Indigenous community. Why is this one worth checking out? 
Yeah, this is really interesting. CBC Gem is putting out this this specific uh, content just for CBC Gem. And so this is a web series. There's six episodes of uh, 10 minutes each. So it's a quick bite of content. And it's really well written and well produced. It comes from Indigenous creators, a couple of guys who grew up with their traditional Indigenous stories, as well as being huge fans of horror movies and, uh, and the like. And so they sat down and came up with this idea. And so it follows this young woman, like you mentioned, named Ellen. Uh, who goes back to her Bent Creek First Nation to investigate some mysterious happenings at an abandoned residential school. And uh, she uh, it involves her connecting with her estranged family that she left behind years ago. Um, but the creators of the show have said, like, it, this is all about the horror. And uh, mm -hmm. some, some bannock that has been made, and there's something that's happened to the bannock, and it is affecting the people in this Indigenous First Nation. So it's definitely straight-up horror, while also acknowledging of course residential schools and the horrors behind those oh, wow. as well so if you're looking for something a little bit different check out the banneking on cbc gem while you're on cbc gem there's also the opportunity to check out a film from a couple of years ago called the lighthouse that stars mm. uh, willem dafoe and robert pattinson i didn't know this it was filmed in nova scotia what i did know is that it's filmed in black and white and what i do remember is that it's deeply deeply unsettling uh why did you want to recommend this one yeah, for exactly that reason, Dave. I mean, this is about a 19th century, a uh, couple of 19th century lighthouse keepers in turmoil after being marooned on remote New England outpost during a wild storm. Uh, it's directed by Robert Eggers, who also directed The Witch, which is oh. a fantastic horror movie that is also available on CBC Gem. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm going to interrupt for one second. He also, in yeah. he also made a movie last year called The Northman, which was sort of a spin on Hamlet that was a wild yes. movie. Yeah, yeah, we should talk about that sometime in the future. But The Lighthouse is creepy and claustrophobic. It's based on the real case of two Welsh lighthouse keepers in 1801, which is known under the title of the Smalls Lighthouse Tragedy. So head to your Google machines for that one after this segment. But it, the movie really explores mental health and isolation. And the last movie that I felt as uncomfortable about watching was The Shining, which is also about a story of a family, but in this case, mm -hmm. stuck in, a, in an empty hotel during the winter as the husband slowly loses his sanity uh you know originally the source material from stephen king so yeah definitely check out the lighthouse on cbc gem yeah i want to say that was 2019 that came out i remember i saw it in theaters yep. and i think i still have a knot in my chest from watching it because of like how unsettled i was and that is and like i don't mean unsettled like in a bad way it was like that's what makes it a compelling film it was yep. it made you so uncomfortable yep Yep. Yeah, exactly. And and I also wanted to mention those two projects on CBC Gem just because of the, the described video. Mm. Um, that was the other reason that I wanted to spotlight them. But yeah, I mean, for me, horror, it's all about psychological feeling now as an, as an older gentleman rather than the slasher stuff. Yeah. Well, one of the more contemporary voices or, or artists or thoughtful people in sort of the thriller horror genre is Mike Flanagan. Michael McNeely did a review last week of The Fall of the House of Usher, which is currently yeah. on Netflix. But you want to go back in time a couple of years to a series that he did called The Haunting of Hill House. Why does that one still resonate with you? I had really established Mike Flanagan on the Netflix platform as the guy to be making these psychological horror projects, and uh, and I liked uh, the haunting uh, or the uh, I liked uh, the Fall of the House of Usher as much as Michael McNeely did. And uh, but the, this is a modern reimagining of the Shirley Jackson novel that follows siblings who, as children, grew up in what would go on to become the most famous haunted house in the country, the Haunting of Hill House. Mm -hmm. And now, as adults, they're all forced to get back together and 
and go back to that house and relive some of those horrific memories of the house. Uh, like I said, this established Mike Flanagan as the go-to guy for this type of storytelling on Netflix. The cast is fantastic. The music is moody. The scares are more psychological than jump scares. And the described video is top-notch for this one. So that's why I'm recommending it. Mm. Greg, one more, and this one's in-house. It's part of the AMI yeah. family, Sightseers. You've talked about it before, but it's worth a shout-out here around the Halloween season. Yeah, it really is a love letter to the region of Canada, the east coast of Canada, and all of the history there. Uh, this follows Mark Jolie and Laura Warren, who are both psychic mediums as they visit locations in the Halifax area. And the most compelling episode of that first season is New Ross Castle, where a home is being renovated. And aside from what the homeowners have reported, like tools being moved around that uh, that uh, were in one spot and, and weren't when they went back to them, and lights going on and off, which could be electrical, of course, but the production production crew was able to capture film of something that is truly unexplained and even the guy that came on set to kind of debunk things didn't have an answer for what happened in that episode of a uh, new ross castle so check it out sightseers sightseers which you can find of course on ami plus ami plus.ca remember that you have to spell out plus p-l-u-s that's the home of lots of great ami content and uh really really cool slick website really really you know greg i i, I was perusing around earlier this week on ami plus because we had a big company meeting about it so i yep. wanted to dive a little deeper it is so user-friendly it's amazing how user-friendly ami plus is yeah, it really is. It's got all the accessibility preferences in there, uh, and the video's great. Like, it's just uh, leaps and bounds uh, from uh, from the former website. We're really proud of it. Yeah, AMI Plus. Uh, definitely check that one out, amiplus.ca, if you want to check that out. Greg, only about uh, two minutes on the clock here, but there are some alternatives popping up in the streaming service game that are free or at least a little more cost effective for people who want to get their hands on some content. Uh, generally speaking, it's referred to as fast TV. It's TV over the internet, streaming, it's free, you know, minus getting a couple ads in there. And a few of the big players in the game that you might be familiar with are companies like Pluto or Tubi. But Greg, mm -hmm. why, why are these services so appealing for people? Yeah, I mean, if you're on a budget, it makes sense. Um, fast TV's become a real option. You know, why pay for Disney Plus or Amazon Prime if you could have something like basic cable and internet to, to augment your internet uh, costs with streaming dozens of fast channels? There's just so much content out there. So really, it's the, the less of a hit on your wallet that makes it so appealing yeah. right now. What about the drawbacks? I mean, the drawbacks to it are uh, non-accessible, so there is no described video. There are captions, um, but a lot of the programming are old television shows, old dramas and, and comedies, uh, so there isn't any described video, and so there's nothing available on the fast channels right now, um, unfortunately. And also, like you mentioned, there are commercials involved, although shorter. Uh, and the other thing is, unless you're watching something on demand on like a Pluto TV, it's just constant streaming, so you can't actually pause what's happening. It's just right, continually right. playing, and you kind of join it and uh, and it just it just continues to play and you kind of join it kind of you know whenever you do uh when you log on to or or join pluto tv so those are the biggest drawbacks greg literally 20 seconds on this but do you have one that you find uh preferable one that you like to use because there's a lot of options out there yeah, Pluto TV has been really interesting for me right now. I'm such a fan of CSI and crime dramas, and you literally click on the CSI button, and it just will continually play CSI. And, uh, you know, <laughs> love it. So I, I I love Pluto TV just for all the options that are out there. Greg, you're the best. Thank you for this. Have a great weekend.
Thanks, you too. That's Greg David. That's all the time there is for the show this week. Until Monday, I'm Dave Brown telling you to play safe, play fair, but don't forget to have some fun. It's the end of the week, so it's time to say thank you to the people who put all the bits and pieces together. Let's roll those credits, gang. Host, Dave Brown. Co-host producer, Alex Smythe. Sports reporter, Brock Richardson. Contributors, Rami Amuthan and Nazreen Abdel-Majid. Senior show producer, Andrika Delanerol. Visual producer, Bruce Baclarian. Producers, Paul Daniel, Marianne Dion jones Production assistant, Kingsley Juco. Director, Anastasia Spalding-Stenhouse. Control room operators, Daniel Panamondo, Eliza Rocco, Parker Oxtoby. Manager of operations, Kyle Harper. Manager of live production, Paula Deneen. Director of content development, Kara Nye. Vice President of Programming, John Melville. President and CEO, David Arrington. Give us your feedback, 1-866-509-4545. Copyright 2023, Accessible Media, Inc. NAMI Original Production. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on AMI-tv. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Juita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.